welcome back to the Gospel Teachings of Richard Arlen Kern. Uh, today we are going to be talking about baptism and the importance of it. Uh, the summary is, one, Jesus will baptize with the Holy Spirit and with fire. This is found in Matthew 3, verses 11 through 12. Two, it's better to enter the kingdom of God with one eye than to be salted and cast into the unquenchable fire. It's Mark chapter 9, verses 46 through 48. He who believes the gospel and is baptized shall be saved. That's number three, found in Mark 16, 16. Number four, Jesus came to cast fire upon the earth, found in Luke chapter 12, verse 49. Number five, repent and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit, found in Acts chapter 2, verse 38. Number six, an Ethiopian eunuch had Jesus preach to him for a short period of time while traveling on the road, and on stating he believed Jesus to be the Son of God, Philip baptized him, found in Acts chapter 8, verses 35 through 38. Number seven, the Holy Spirit fell on the Gentile Cornelius, and this was taken as fulfillment of being baptized with the Holy Spirit, found in Acts chapter 11, 13 through 18. Baptism represents our having died with Christ, and death acquits from sin, so that when we arise from the watery grave of baptism, we can now walk in newness of a sin-free life. The old self has been crucified with him. That's found in Romans chapter 16, verses 3 through 7. Number 9, baptism now saves us, not the putting off of the filth of the flesh, or sins, which is found in 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 21. <laughs> Some scripture verses for baptism. Matthew chapter 3, verses 11 through 12. I indeed baptize you with water for repentance, but he who is coming after me is mightier than I, whose sandals I am not worthy to bear. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. His winnowing fan is in his hand, and he will thoroughly clean out his threshing floor and will gather his wheat into the barn, but the chaff he will burn up with unquenchable fire. And that's John the Baptist talking about Jesus. Book of Mark, chapter 9, verses 46 through 48. And if your eye is an occasion of sin to you, pluck it out. It is better for you to enter the kingdom of God with one eye than having two eyes to be cast into hellfire, or Ghana fire, where their worm or torment dies not. And he f and the fire is not quenched, for everyone shall be salted with fire, and every victim shall be salted. Leviticus, chapter 2, verse 13. Whatsoever sacrifice you offer, you shall season it with salt. Neither shall you take away the salt of the covenant of your God from sacrifice. In all your obligations, you shall offer salt. Interesting how those two relate back to each other from Leviticus to the New Testament and Mark. And back to Mark chapter 16, verses 15 through 16. And he said to them, Go into the whole world and preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes and is baptized shall be saved, but he who does not believe shall be condemned. Now, this is a reference from Ephesians 1, 7 verses, and I'm sorry, and 13 through 14, under Jesus' blood cleanses us from all sin section. And that's in the Bible. It references Ephesians chapter 1, verses 7 and 13 through 14. Luke chapter 12, verses 49 through 52 I, or Jesus, have to come to cast 
have come to cast fire upon the earth. And what will I, but that is that it be kindled. But I have a baptism, baptism to be baptized with, and how distressed I am until it is accomplished. Do you think that I came to give peace upon the earth? No, I tell you, but division. For henceforth, or henceforth, in one house five will be divided, three against two, and two against three. And he's speaking of the end times and families being divided against each other. The book of Acts chapter 2, verses, uh, verse 38 and 41, it looks like. <laughs> but Peter said to them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Now they who received his word were baptized, and there were added that day about 3,000 souls. That is when Peter baptized all of them because they he, he went to their city and he would preach about Jesus. If they were believing, he would baptize them all. And th that day there was 3,000 of them that believed. It's, it's a lot of people. Acts of the Apostles, chapter 8. Verses 35 through 38. Then Philip opened his mouth, and beginning from his scripture, preached Jesus to him. And as they went along the road, they came to some water. And the eunuch said, See, here is water. What is there to prevent my being baptized? And Philip said, If you do believe with all your heart, you may. And he answered and said, I believe Jesus Christ to be the Son of God. And he ordered the carriage to stop, and both Philip and the eunuch went down to the water, and he baptized him. Acts chapter 11, verses 13 through 18. And he, Cornelius, told us how he had seen the angel in his house stand and say to him, Send to Joppa and fetch Simon, surnamed Peter. He will speak to you words by which you shall be saved, you and all your household. And when I began to speak, the Holy Spirit fell upon them, just as it did upon us at the beginning. And I remembered the word of the Lord, how he had said, John indeed baptized with water. But you shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit. Therefore, if God gave to them the same grace as he gave to us who believed in Lord Jesus Christ, who was I that I should be able to interfere with God? On hearing this, they held their peace and glorified God, saying, Therefore, to the Gentiles, all we, also, we also God has given repentance unto life. The book of Romans chapter 6, verses 1 through 23. What then shall we say? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? By no means. For how shall we who are dead to sin still live in it? Do you not know that all we who have been baptized into Christ Jesus have been baptized into his death? For we were buried with him by means of baptism into death, in order that, just as Christ has arisen from the dead, through the glory of the Father, so we also may walk in newness of life. For if we have been united with him in the likeness of his death, we shall be so in the likeness of his resurrection also. For we know that our old self has been crucified with him, in order that the body of sin may be destroyed, that we may no longer be slaves to sin, for he who is dead is acquitted or pronounced not guilty of sin. But if we have died with Christ, we believe that we shall also live together with Christ. For we know that Christ, having risen from the dead, dies now no more. Death shall no longer have dominion over him. For the death that he died, he died for sin once for all. But the life that he lives, he lives unto God. 
Thus do you consider yourselves also as dead to sin, but alive to God in Christ Jesus. Therefore do not let sin reign in your mortal body, so that you obey its lusts. And do not yield your members to sin as weapons of iniquity, but present yourselves to God as those who have come to life from the dead and your members as weapons of justice for God. For sin shall not have dominion over you, since you are not under the law, but under grace. What then are we to sin because we are not under the law, but under grace? By no means. Do you not know that to whom you offer yourselves as slaves for obedience to him, whom you obey, you are the slaves, whether to sin unto death or to obedience unto justice? But thanks be to God, that you who were the slaves of sin have now obeyed from the heart that form of doctrine into which you have been delivered. And having been set free from sin, you have become the slaves of justice. I speak in a human way because of the weakness of your flesh. For as you yielded your members as slaves of uncleanliness and iniquity unto iniquity, so now yield your members as slaves off justice unto sanctification. For when you were the slaves of sin, you were free as regards justice. But what fruit had you then from those things of which you are now ashamed? For the end of these things are death. But now set free from sin and become slaves to God, you have your fruit unto sanctification, and as your end, life everlasting. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is life everlasting, in Christ Jesus our Lord. 1 Peter chapter 3 verse 21 Its counterpart, baptism, now saves you, also, not putting off the filth of the flesh, but the iniquity of a good conscience after God through the resurrection of Jesus Christ. So in this paper that Richard did, he talks about the importance of baptism and how Jesus is basically the change in how much it matters in uh, being saved. Once Jesus died on the cross, he made it so we were able to have the Holy Spirit. And the way we receive this Holy Spirit is through baptism. So once you fully believe in Jesus being Lord and Savior, uh, as the true Messiah of the Lord and Creator, uh, until that point, and until you are baptized with those thoughts, uh, you will not have the Holy Spirit. And that is why Jesus, and throughout the New Testament, it talks a lot about the importance of this, um, especially if you consider the Acts of the Apostles, that's right after Jesus died. Um, they are going basically everywhere they can to preach the truth about him and who he was, and they're trying to baptize people so that they can have the Holy Spirit to guide them through while they continue their journey to other cities. So it's no different today. Uh, if you believe Jesus died for our sins as our Lord and Savior, as the Messiah of the Lord and Creator, um, I will also go into more about Jesus in the future. For any of you who aren't necessarily Christian or a Messianic Jew or something that is Christ-based, I want to uh, make sure that he is touched on uh, very importantly because he is the the thread between the Jews and the Christians and unfortunately we should all be together like it, this is one God that we believe in one creator that we both believe in um, the Jews might not believe that Jesus was the Messiah 
but that doesn't mean that can't change. It has to be abundantly clear um, and also, I think, portrayed in the right way to the right people. Um, that's a whole nother thing, but regardless of that, we have to remember that we do believe in the same God, the same creator, and his Messiah is what gives us the chance at this life everlasting. Without him, we would have no chance. Um, the Day of Atonement was like the only day you were able to ask God for forgiveness of sins and offer a, holoc a holocaust in, in that regard. But now Jesus died as our holocaust, so we don't have to do that anymore. We have to continue to pray and repent and stay as perfect as possible in God's eyes, but we no longer are unable to get to that point. Um, Jesus was that, and the importance of him through baptism and gaining the Holy Spirit is what spirituality and religion should be based on um, since Jesus' death. I hope that you all have a wonderful blessed day. If you have any questions or comments, please leave them down below. Like, subscribe, and please share with your friends. Have a wonderful day.